Welcome to the Making Laps Podcast. This edition of the Making Laps Podcast, I am your host, Brent Gleason. Alongside me is my co-host and brother, Jesse Gleason. Good evening, everyone. With us on the line from our Florida connection is Phil Jakes. It never gets old. Perfect. What's up? We missed you last week. You no, you didn't. Yeah, we did, actually. <laughs> we did. We we wouldn't have been able to have him on anyway because of our internet issues, but uh, that was all of our faults. And with us in studio is the only person with Gleason heritage to have, and he won't admit it because that's fine. That's um, not true. To have a championship under his belt, and he's got two of them. Well, he, he won the championship Three because... Three. Three of them. It is Chuck McDonald from Waterford Speed Bowl. He, Thanks for having me, guys. He uh, he gets it from his mom's side. That's where he gets the championship side. I think definitely that's not where from his father's it side. It definitely comes from that side. We I have zero championships. We have nothing, and he's got it all. So, <laughs> so it, it, it's, his, it's his mom's side. It's definitely. It's de- yeah. There is no other explanation for that. We've come way too close and only failed every time. Whereas he has. Okay, what was your? Go down your list. All right, What's... So 2012, I won the Sport Board Championship in my rookie year, and. God, they hated me for that because I didn't win a race that year. Um, my cousin Henry finished 12 points behind me in second, also my teammate. In 2013, some people don't count it, but damn it, I do. And it was uh, tw- uh, the Wacky X Car races. And we had to be there every week to run those. And I won the championship by four points that year. And this year, the X Car race, and we won it by one point over my teammate, Tim Burgess. We got to get his mic closer because I guarantee we're not going to have it. All right, how about that? Yeah, okay. Is that better? Yeah, it's Can you hear much me now? better. Well, I'm just saying, we just want to make sure we hear them, and if we're early on, we can catch it. Because so. <laughs> I guarantee there's going to be something to talk about. I, I, I don't know what it could be, but there's got to be something. It's, there's something, I don't know, it's just in my head. I, I don't know where it came from. Oh, here we go. But anyway, um, so yeah, Chuck got his first win this year, which we'll talk about later. Uh, got his third title, according to him. This year, <laughs> listen. It's in the record book. Sid's got it copied. It's in the. It's in in that 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 archives. Okay, that's fair. All right. So we usually start off the podcast with our own personal updates. Now, obviously, we race six times a year up at Thompson. Jesse throws boxes out of his truck that Jeff Bezos makes money off of, and um, I haven't touched my car in a week. So that's not true. We put it. We put it up tonight. I showed him my jack. Yeah, I showed him my new quick lift. That was about it. That's as much as I've touched the car all week. I think I've been cleaning my garage. I bet Phil has some good stuff. So 30 seconds. I bet Phil has something to talk about. He probably went somewhere. Did he actually race this time? No. (laughs) I didn't didn't race this weekend, no. This weekend I was at New Smyrna uh, with my crew chief, Patrick Thomas. He was uh, racing a super late model there. Qualified third, finished second in his first real attempt at a super late model, so not bad. Oh, that's really good. Good for Patrick. We like Patrick. He's a friend of the show. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's run uh, Brad May's backup car at uh, Speed Weeks a few times, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's run it, I don't know, seven or eight times, but he really old tires, not really ever out there to finish the whole race, just kind of run until he get lapped and park it. This time, bought tires, actually went out and made an attempt at it, and Granted, there was only eight cars. They weren't slow cars, so. I mean, 
when I, we could go down an entire rabbit hole with New Smyrna because you and I were talking about purses and payouts, and there's yeah. probably a very big reason why they're only getting eight super late models. How much was yeah, it to I th- win? I think this week was seven fifty to win, but for a fifty lap super late model race, to me that's insane. It was fifty laps and it was seven fifty to win. That even covered tires. Fifty laps. No. No, not at all. Seven hundred and fifty-six dollars mounted for a set of tires. You know what it is for an ACT late model <laughs> at Thompson? Perfect. It's twelve hundred dollars to win an ACT late model at Thompson. Yeah, that's, that's for a that's regular sh- twenty-five lap, thirty lap race or something like that. Yeah, that's what 30, it should be for 30, a regular okay. twenty-five lap race. Yeah, I wouldn't take my car out of this. I wouldn't put my car in the trailer for seven fifty for a super late model race. That thing is. What are those nope. sixty to seventy-five thousand dollar cars on the low end? Oh, on the low end, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's about right. I, I'm just spitballing. I, I work it on here, one. So. I work on one, so you're you're pretty accurate on that. I'm just spitballing it here. I race a sportsman. I know nothing, so that's if you don't. Super, super late model racing, though, in my opinion, is like the pinnacle of short track racing right now. I don't think that. Like Arca or any of that stuff even counts anymore. You know what's funny is you mentioned that is um, way back in the late seventies, early eighties. Basically, they were the top local guys were the late model sportsmen, which is a derivative of the super late models. Essentially, and, and yeah. what the uh, t- what today is the uh, Xfinity series came from the uh, a late model sportsman doing the touring division down south. And that's where it came from. Yeah. And all the ARCA guys got all used cup equipment, and that's how they ran. It was just all two, three-year-old cup equipment, and the late small sportsman guys have their own series. And now the top three series, you know, they're they all, all cookie cutters, and they all look and sound and act the same. It's so close and blah, 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 blah. So it's almost like imagine if they had a late mile sportsman uh, super late mile series and <laughs> what it would be like. It's like, yeah. Just turn the clock back 30 years and, and you'd have it. That's what they would have. Those, all those guys like Neil Bonnet and Butch Mock and, and uh, Lindley and, yeah, and yeah. Jody, Jody Lindley. And name it, you know. Name it. <laughs> well, all they, those guys used to run really well down there for that. Yeah. Th- there's a couple really good super late model series out, out there right now with the Southern Super Series and Cars Tour, but it's just, I don't know, to me it's embarrassing to pay that little for what really is the top local division. Yeah, look, come on. Look that's, at what dirt. Look enough. at dirt racing ar- across the entire country. Look at how much money those guys get. I mean, we get jacked I mean, up here for ten grand to win, and yeah. there it's like they won't even get out of bed for anything less than like fifteen, twenty grand. Like I had on, <laughs> I had on the World One Hundred, which can we be honest? Why was it the fifty-first, and then they ran the fiftieth as a makeup race after that? <laughs> that was really stupid numbering. Like bad but promoting. I didn't, I didn't really get that one, but. Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, I mean that was—I forget how much that was to win, but it was closer to fifty grand, and that was a hundred-lap race for super late models. Granted, the fields were incredibly deep; like there were a hundred cars or something for twenty-six spots or something like that. I forget how right. many there were, but good gravy! There was—it was a half-mile track running super dirt late models. It was almost fifty grand to win. Not for nothing, Wall Stadium puts on a four-cylinder race in November that pays six hundred to win. That's it. There you go. <laughs> 600 to win for a four-cylinder. 
Normally, they're 150 to 200 anywhere you go in the country. For your division, possibly. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's what that's, I mean. That's what I'm saying. I mean, a mini stock will probably get 250 maybe or three, 300 or something. They get 225 at Thompson. Is that all it is yeah, now? It's 225. Good God, that's embarrassing. It's 260, I think, to win at Waterford in the mini stocks. It sucks. It's I mean, bad. It's horrible. Yeah. Next week at New Smyrna, I'm racing for, I mean, it's twin features, but uh, it's 450 bucks to win for us. Are you actually it's going? Just, are you actually going to race? Or are you gonna <laughs> yeah, this time, this time you... I'll actually race. I don't even know Phil rain. that well, and I, I know that that's a question that has are to you be going... asked. No, he'll cancel last minute for some reason. I don't have any help. Him or the track? No, him. Or... <laughs> it doesn't really matter, does it? No. I don't, I don't have any help, but we're going anyway this Listen, time. a plane ticket to New Smyrna is like 250 bucks round trip. You pay the plane ticket, I'll come down. I've already told him that. He won't do it. You play, pay, <laughs> pay the plane ticket? And the pit fee, and I'll come change tires for you. I think he needs more spotter than anything else. Uh, I'm good at that, too. Yeah, I the mean, spotter thing is what was killing me the, the last time I had to cancel. I could not find a spotter in time. But this I time spotted I at that Martinsville for a tour car. Which one? Listen, it doesn't matter which one. I spotted <laughs> at Martinsville for a tour car. 12 laps in. Leader's coming. Nope, nope. We made it to <laughs> 63. No, no, no. What's yeah. that? No, I said Fifield. No, no. My, we we finished in front of Fifield. Was it Gary? Gary McDonald. No, that's my last name. It's Gary Byington. Oh, shout out to Gary though because he did sponsor my X car this year and Which gave me a hundred cool. bucks. Oh, thanks, Gary. <laughs> anyway, shameless plug. Yeah, shameless. But plug. no, yeah, I'll race. Don't worry, I'll race. We'll see in the future if Phil does make it to the race. Get but your lady I... on the microphone. <laughs> Why don't you have that? You got? Don't you have? Get my what? Get your lady. Don't you have one of them in the wings? What? Oh, apparently that didn't last more than a week. All right, we'll move on. <laughs> oh, she went back to the what? horse. She went back to the horse farm. They all go back to the horse farm. Yeah, give her to them horse. Lives in New Smyrna. Sorry, but those horse women are crazy. They're nothing but trouble. It's that, that's weird. all there are down here is horse women. Ugh. So I'm kind of screwed. I'm sorry to hear that. That's <laughs> it's, they're, they're insane. Watch out. Uh, I'll, I'll send you my I sister's number, cars. Bill. Yeah, send it that. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> Ouch. Oh wow. Anyhow. Uh, okay, so I you know, if Phil doesn't race, I'm going to be racing in three days, three I think. Days. Yep. As Wednesday. of recording, it'll be three days. It'll be Wednesday, September fifteenth. I will be at Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park running my sportsman and I'm going to kill everyone in my way because I want to win. And, and we have, should win. There's no reason why I shouldn't. I am the best driver, and I have the fastest car. So I need to win. Are you You're the least douchebag of the crowd. What? This is the most confidence I've ever seen from you. This is the same person? I am I... going to break their ass open and ram home my intent. Oh, wait. Let's not go that way. Um, wow. I'm going to um, this is beat fun. them into oblivion. And um, No, I, I already lost it. Oh. Are you going to praise Jesus one. after you're done? No. All right, just checking because there's that driver that does that. I ain't going there. Um, <laughs> it's okay if he does. I don't care, but um, it's to each their own. But um, no, I again, I when you look at the car's performance and you look at my performance and you look at what's going on, I mean, there's no reason I can't win. We need to win for the points I have to win. I'm just going to go see if I can win. Do we have tires? Oh. I have two brand new ones oh. on the car right now. Can you buy any more this week? I probably Get it could, done. but uh, I don't I, have any money. So. I will buy you one tire on Wednesday. Well, good. I have a tire sponsor. Again, guess they already bought me one. 
Which I figured I'd mention. <laughs> AK Racing, we will all pull our money together from our race winnings this week, and we will buy you one tire this week, because that's all we can afford, because we're cheap. Good, because I could use more new tires. So, all right, good. So, I will be racing on Wednesday, and if I don't win, I'm not coming home. There. Wow. So You're not sleeping on my couch. I'll just sleep in my truck mm-hmm. until the World Series and this see if I can win This is going to be a lot of paperwork if this doesn't happen, so you better win because... Oh, the wife didn't tell me that. I said it, so yeah. it's okay on that end. I don't have to do that kind of paperwork. So, yeah. Great. Now I'm going to be Uncle Daddy. You're always Uncle Daddy. <laughs> this is true. This is, this is getting Considering weird. the part of Connecticut you live in. Hey, hey, hey. We're not in Alabama or Florida. Although we are close to Sterling, so uh, close. Fair oh, enough. Calm down. All right, so... I'm going to bring this up first because I think that uh, Chuck's race was on Wednesday when he wrapped up the title. So that chronologically would be the first thing we should probably talk about, huh? And yeah, I know. I get it. We don't talk about the Wednesday night shows at Waterford and we don't talk about the Fast Fridays at Seacon. Because we don't count. I, I get it. They do count. They're the purest forms of racers that exist. But man, it's it's just hard to talk about because it's number one not, we can't go. I can't go one, there. We, yeah, number one we can't go. Number two, there's not a lot of press releases for it except for a picture, and I can't give them any sort of justice for how the races go. And again, like you look at any media outlet, they don't cover these races, so it's like it's really kind of shit. But again, again, we don't and, count. And guess what? So I I lived that life. I ran that program when I started. But you know what? You Chuck know? is our cousin, and damn it, we're biased. And yeah, I feel bad. That's going to happen. So that and I browbeat him into getting me on the show because I asked him when I would go. He said I had to win a championship, so we went on and did it. Well, he didn't really browbeat me. It was literally the week before, and he's like, "If I win, I'm coming on the show." I said, "Okay." <laughs> that was it. That was the extent of the conversation. Kind of was actually. And then he said, "I'm bringing beers," and he shows up with nothing. And so. I played softball today and got drunk and forgot. Yeah. So all the beers left. We didn't get any. I mean, I could send the old lady to get beer right now, but. It's oh, beer. Fair. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, okay. Let's talk about your race now. I went and I watched your girl well, put the you... Facebook Live up you... every week. Let's AK start from the beginning. We'll start from the beginning. Okay, go ahead. How did your season go, and how did you get to that final penultimate race of the season? Well, my season started like shit. Two DNFs to start the year. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, that's not, <laughs> that's, that's not a good way to that's, start. That's how we started this season. Two DNFs. Um, we've been building a new car for, well, what ended up being 18 months by the time we got it to run. And, uh, we ended up buying a wrecked car at the end of last season. That's how I started. We took the guts out of it and put it into a new chassis. And we call that chassis Gwen. Every time Gwen would screw up, we'd take over reliable out and finish top five, top six. Why is it called Glenn? Gwen? Gwen. Gwen. Guinevere. Why is it called Guinevere? Because it seemed like a really cool name at the time. It's the oldie... Uh, I named King my, Arthur stuff here? Kind of, yeah. I named my mini stock Phoenix because Jesse completely destroyed it and I had to cut the cage out and <laughs> stick it in another chassis so it rises from the ashes. Kind of funny. Like a Phoenix. That, that's kind of funny. If you look at the I side. Lied. Jesse didn't destroy it. He was just in it when it got well, destroyed. Well, that, that's whatever. It, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But. Funny story. Overliable, my old car has two Phoenix stickers on the side of it and that's because we brought that son of a bitch back from the dead twice. No, uh, we were told it wasn't fixable and, well, a bucket loader, a bobcat, a tree, a house, and a, bull- a bulldozer and a lot of chains kind of straighten that one out. Uh, kudos to Dylan Cabral and his family because he's the one that fixed it the first time. 
Um, but I mean, it was a slow start. You know, when you're running four car team, it's it's a lot of work. Uh, unfortunately, one of our teammates, Matt Westover, met his demise on week two. Uh, he had help, pounded it into the wall, and I deemed that car not fixable because, well, the firewall was shifted four inches back after that one. So done that before. We we didn't fix that one, and we we run unibodies, not full frame cars. So I did it to a Mustang. <laughs> yeah, so it was tough. So we ended up with a three-car team for the year, for most of the year, because Gwen just didn't want to cooperate. Um, Probably because of the parts I gave him. We're going to move on from that. But anyway. <laughs> um, Chuck, you're leaking fuel. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we had a minor malfunction with a fuel cell that um, apparently the inner bladder uh, failed. <laughs> failed. We'll go with Failed. They yelled at me on the track a couple of times. I was leaking fuel. You get back to the pits, and lo and behold, it's not in a corner going, you know, full speed. So it's not leaking anymore. So um, I might have, you know, had a few choice words for some officials and uh, ended up being wrong and had to eat some crow on that. Um, but we placed fifth, fourth, third. You know, we, we were right there all year long. We were chasing two very, very fast cars. Two very, very talented drivers in Cameron Ball and Christian Herman. Facts are the facts. They, they were seem, fast cars. They seem quick. They're, they're fast cars. I watch on race monitor when I can. Um, and and they're talented drivers. They really are. Uh, we chased Sam Misik at the beginning, but Sam ended up getting a job at a company I'm not going to name that he had to work second shift, and so he couldn't race on Wednesdays anymore. Hmm. Uh, so then that made it two cars that we were chasing, and they did not like each other. Hmm. But there's no better way of putting it. They didn't like each other. They both had the mentality midway through the year, if I'm not going to win, neither are you. That's not a good one because that's going to come back to that's, you the next race. That sounds expensive. It, I don't want to do that. You know, I got to give them credit. When they wrecked each other, they didn't They didn't put each other in the fence. It is a smart way. They sent them to the infield. So there wasn't a whole lot of damage. But it's still dumb because you're ruining each other's race. I mean, <laughs> you, they week. ruined their own races on one night. Well, that's what happens. That's the and take. That, that's actually the night that, that we finished. Uh, Kaylee Simmons got her first win. Proud of that girl. She uh, she drove her ass off this year. And then we put two and three. Hmm. And then through the year again, you know, my whole team, I have, I have, what it looks like right now is I have the championship for myself. I have second place with a team car uh, with Tim Burgess. And then I have sixth place with my true rookie that, Listen, that dude didn't belong driving a wheelbarrow when he started. He shouldn't have been in a garden driving a wheelbarrow. And he went from a 22-second lap to running low 19s at the end of the year. He picked up three seconds. So, hmm. uh, And he finished sixth and looks like he should win the rookie of the year if they do it the right way. But it is the bowl, so you know you never know what's going to happen there. They could give it to Bart Simpson or something. You know? <laughs> hey, it can't be any worse than the time that uh, Thompson gave Randy Churchill the Mini stock rookie of the year. <laughs> the same year I ran against them, and he'd won a title like the year before, or something well, well, like that. How about when you win this championship? No, don't get me wrong. I like Randy. Randy's an awesome guy. But well, Seekonk is a wonderful place that you know you win a championship as a rookie of the year, as a rookie, and they give rookie of the year to the guy in second. Well, you already got the big one. What do you care about the other one for? <laughs> well, apparently you can win more than one championships, but you only get that rookie of the year once. Kudos, Henry Lavalley got that one that year. My cousin. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, anyway, so now your season rolls along more and more, and we get to the point where, um, let's just say everyone in front of you got bounced. 
No, we'll say it like it is. The top five got DQ'd for camera because the tech staff finally did their job and actually teched something. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> They're the same tech staff at Thompson, and uh, they've been doing their job all year long for us, too. So, I mean. Yeah, but we didn't do their They didn't do their job. We teched air filters, seat belts, kill switches, fuel pumps, fuel cell location. Mm, That's what we teched tech. all year. Weird. And then all of a sudden, they decide to check something that actually matters, and they checked Camber. Well, I like it because they lulled everybody into a false sense of security, and they think, oh, we're going to get away with everything. Then they wait with the rubbing their hands it's together like, like this it, it, until the end of the year, and they're like, I got you, suckers. The thing about Camber is that <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, well, it's like frame height almost. You could see. <laughs> you can see you if, could it's see if it's going to be this way or that way. I mean, it's pretty visible. Number one and number two, there are maths involved. So it's either cut or dry. Well, I'm glad you said that because it's really not. What? Well, there's a way of checking camber properly, improperly, and by the seat of your pants, I guess. So the big controversy is the method of checking camber wasn't proper. So it literally took, so I finished six that night. They bounce the top five. I get told as I'm leaving by competitors, they bounce the top five. And they uh, they told me I got the win. I didn't get the official notification from the track for 10 days. 10? 10 days. Because apparently the method was protested and it went through all the channels all the way up to the general manager. And everybody has day jobs except for the track. Right. So they waited till oh, the following week we got rained out. They waited till the following Saturday to bring the tech guy into the office, and they brought they had to they had to acquire a thirteen inch rim that we use on our Saturns and the Integras and everything else. Uh, they brought it in and handed it to the tech guy and said, "Show me what you did." So they went through the method of how they checked it all, and general manager, the head of tech, and the head of race operations all agreed that it was an effective method and upheld the DQs. Well, what's the method that they did? How did they check it? Because I have a few different methods of checking, so I want to know what they did. Well, it's it's rumored by one individual that is very disgruntled that he didn't win a championship over this. I'll get into that later. Um, that they used a smartphone with a angle-finding app. Do you want to try that and film a YouTube video on Oh, we car? definitely need to do that. I just want to see if it works or not. I have the app on my phone, actually, that they oh, claim they used. I got an iPhone. However. They got, they got a level app on this thing. The so. other four competitors said they used an AccuLevel. Um, the I'm biggest complaint is one of the competitors, again, not going to name names, said that they checked him after the heat. He was at five degrees, and he was good to go. And then he came back after the feature, and he was at a lot more than that. So, I mean, oh, yeah, I see it. It's, 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 there's a lot of different ways to check it, but yeah, I got a level. <laughs> uh, they also claim that they checked it, it off to the side of the rim and not dead center on the rim. The tech staff went as far as checking the level, rolling them forward to where the tire went 90 degrees, checking it again. Then they turned them around facing the other way on the pad and did the same thing and still deemed it illegal in all four positions. But, I mean, it's an open text, so you saw which method was, was, was checked at the time. I didn't see it because I finished six, so I went back to my trailer and decided to go to the parking lot and drink beer. Right, because who cares about about sixth place? I mean, what are they going to do? Spend yeah. until four in the morning checking the whole field? I mean, that's, that's what they wanted them to do is pull six through ten in after one through five get DQ'd, which I wasn't concerned with. 
one of my cars so reliable probably questionable on the right front but, but how, what, what was yeah but, but <laughs> probably was that, questionable but was that the car you were racing i was not that was the seventh place car See. i believe maybe eighth hold on let me think. No, Doesn't I believe really that matter. was eighth. It's yeah. behind you. Anyway, but that night we end up with the official results. My entire AK race team finished with me with the win. The 11 of Tim Burgess with second. And the 01 CT of TJ Rascott finishing third. We had a team sweep at the podium. See, I just, I just want to see. I just want to know which method was used from one of the five competitors, from all five of the competitors. Uh, Pete Zacharite left that night not knowing what the results were going to be. He said they used an accurate level. Um, Dylan Cabral, who knew he was illegal on camber, said they used an accu level, and Kaylee Simmons also said they used an accu level, which is uh, the more accurate the level thing. Which is the more <laughs> accurate measurement? It's more accurate than a cell phone, well, but yeah, with yeah, a front wheel drive car. And here's that. the thing: they all want to cast your camera gauge. They all want this. They all want that. The problem is, we have a front wheel drive car. There's the no hub, way does to. Does the hub nut not fit? There on is that no bus? hub nut. Oh, whatever it is. It's the four lug nuts, and that's it. There that's is no hub. Have. There's there nothing to thread onto. There's no way to no, level can't. a magnetic camber gauge to it. I mean, I work on late models. I work on trucks. I work on mods. I understand what a, what, what a camber gauge is, and I understand how they work. I have a bubble camber gauge. Mm-hmm. We can't use it. We tried. There's no way to use it on our front tires. Mm-hmm. No. But so in that case. What do you do as a competitor? Uh, do you push the limit you know and say to, maybe they well, may throw me out for this, or do you thing. go, ah, oh, we'll shy into it maybe? And well, uh, here's the thing. You know, there's a way by. to check camber without a gauge very accurately. Oxford we, Plains does it great. We used to do it before we had the equipment because our Jesse and I, right. our, our dad was an engineer, and he used to take a tape measure and a level, yep, and a calculator, yep, and he would measure the rim, the rim. <gasps> exact rim length that he was measuring take the level seated in the bottom seat of that rim and get it level and then measure out from the top of that lip of the rim to the level take that measurement use an inverse tangent function and boom you've got your exact you have your camber yeah very simple way to fix it anyway oxford plane has an ingenious way of doing it i'd love to stay in school kids by the way oxford planes doesn't use a degree method they use an inch method what they did is they took a straight piece of pipe. Okay. On the top of the pipe, there's a two-inch piece of pipe. On the bottom of the pipe, there's a one-inch piece of pipe. They put the thing against your rim and put a level on it. If it's level, you're at one inch of camber. And you pass or, pass or fail. So anything simple, upper, up or down, it's pass or fail. Ingenious. It's just a single gauge. It's very simple. I like it, it. it. It's it's no guessing games, and everybody can make the exact same gauge they have. See, I love it because that's an old school rednecky thing to do, but it works like a charm. And there's no question yeah, that... of is your gauge better than my gauge? It's a one inch and a two inch piece of pipe attached to a piece of pipe with a level against it. There's no question. Makes it easy. Yeah. Basically, that's easy. when they sent me to, when I went to Oxford and I went through safety and tech inspection up there, they said don't finish third because you're getting bounced. phil you're quiet over there he's listening to the show here i always just listen (laughs) he's very astute and attentive anyway um so since i've taught everybody how to do it as a you know redneck engineer you can still get an accu level pretty close i'm sorry is that what they used or is it actually like a digital like builder's level? No, it's in that those are caster camera gauges. Yeah, that's those a caster camera gauge, that's not the actual thing. It's it's actually a level. I know, I googled it and it's like 
I I got that and I didn't get no. Exactly those are caster camera for. gauges. Those are not AccuLevels. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't find it because I just Googled AccuLevel and I'm like, nope, I'm screwed. That find it. right there, boom, the Long Acre Racing AccuLevel. Oh, that one right there. Yep. Ah, okay. So it's basically it's not the it's same. It's a camera thing, gauge. It's a gauge, yeah. But it goes on the lip of the. You put a straight edge across both lips and you put the damn level against it, and that's what it is. I'm sorry, but that, I mean, that that's as close as you're gonna get. There's not a lot of margin of error. We're talking tense. The thing has I, the thing's intense. It is okay. <laughs> it measures intense. It does okay? measure tense of a degree. So the problem is, is they bitched that a cell phone was used. Blah blah blah. Well, there was a cell phone used that night. It was used for two things: light, a flashlight, <laughs> and, a and notes. Oh, notes. Okay. I mean, yeah. I don't think uh, if I went to a racetrack and saw somebody taking a cell phone level and going, "Ah, oh, don't look right to me." It's like. I'm not coming back here. But when four out of five of them are not bitching about it, it's got to be pretty accurate. I'm sorry, but... I mean, there's not a lot of methods you can use with a front-wheel drive. If four, out of five, difficult. if four out of five dentists approve something, the American Dental Association Marks puts a off. stamp on it. Done. Done deal. I mean, that's an 800 <laughs> hitter in Major League. You're in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> even half of that, you're Ted Williams. Not even I mean, Teddy right? Ballgame had that. <laughs> Teddy ball game would have that all day long, man. All right, so then gotcha. you come to the last race of the year. Let's skip ahead because that was only like two races. So it seems like the top five did it to themselves, and it's the top five that's in the top five every week. And Pretty much, yeah. Oops. Hey, Shit you happens. did it to yourselves, and you got caught. So, you know? Uh, compliments Sorry. to P- Petey Zacharite showed back up and uh, started winning races and taking bonus points away from us. So we go into finale. I had a four-point lead over my teammate. And a 10-point lead over third-place car. Nine points. Ten. Ten? Ten. It said nine on the thing. It lied. We I don't ten. know what's going on. Stop my looking points at are, My points aren't even freaking calculated. Yeah, so we had four points. over the second place and ten over third. Uh, doing the math, I needed to stay. And I had the tiebreaker over the second-place car because I had a win now. And so I knew that I needed to be somewhere between sixth and eighth. Um. I brought both cars out, put TJ Rascard in the car again. And we got up to sixth, and I said, sixth is good enough. Let's not give them our car to even look at. And let's just finish sixth and let those guys go to tech. And that's what we did. I was I was like, why isn't TJ giving him the spot back? Because I didn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Facts be told, we if had a plan. If, if I needed the spot, the next two cars in line had already told me that if you need the spot, we'll give it to you. That's fair. But I didn't need the spot. The minute the 07 else, pulled in, I knew my plan was going to work perfect. Um, PD takes the bonus points out of out of the equation because he goes out and wins by half a track. Like there's, it's not even close when he's on the track. I don't, it's like bringing a BB gun to a cannon fight. It's, it's. I don't know what that guy's got. He's been driving that car for ten years, and mm-hmm. it, it's impossible. It's hashed, it's hashed out. It's, it's insane to watch him drive. So you win the title. And uh, do I want to do it? Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. I just want to say one thing. Um, I don't think Chuck is really important enough. Sorry, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't think you are. I don't I'm either. not. I'm not either. Let's be fair. That the track would have an open conspiracy to everyone else to give him the championship. Instead of instead of all the other competitors. Let's go back to week two where the general manager tried to have me arrested. <laughs> Let's start with that. 
because my other teammate <laughs> Hold got on. ran over hang by on, a car. Hang on, Hold hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, rewind that. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my teammates got, like I discussed earlier, got put in the fence. Um, I displayed my displeasure with the driver that started that wreck. And upon him returning to the north pit, my teammate threw his helmet at him. Probably not advisable, but he did it anyway. Helmets are expensive. I'm not throwing that. Uh, well, he threw his old helmet, not his new one. Let's be start with that. He was smart enough to do that. And uh, that driver decided to swerve at him and actually hit him. Oh, that's not good. Sending him to the ambulance for the second time that night. <laughs> I just got out of this thing. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I... Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Remember I... me? I, uh, I I then proceeded to rapidly remove myself from my pit area and go dis- express my displeasure with said driver. Um, I was removed from his pit by approximately 15 people. Um, <laughs> physically and forcefully, they picked me up off the ground and removed me back to my pit area, at which time the general manager asked Water for PD to remove me. Did you turn green and did your shirt rip off? Uh, basically. I was going to ask if your feet were on the ground when you were removed. Uh, when I was removed, no. But prior to being removed, the 15 people were still moving in the direction that I wanted them moving. Um, <laughs> listen, we Did you since, play football in school? Uh, I did not. Oh. I, I did not. I was a wrestler. So uh, leverage is a... Uh, yeah, leverage is key. Leverage is key. I wrestled in eighth grade and I was so. terrible. I think I went over for 2. So the uh, the two gentlemen that removed me from the situation were approximately 320 pounds each. That'll do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. They uh, And they, again, they had to lift me up to do it because while my feet on the ground, we were still moving forward. Um, so no, That's hard to do in racing shoes because they're pretty slick sold. They, they are. They are pretty shitty shoes. But, but in hindsight, I would probably do it again given the opportunity being the same situation. Be- because my teammate is is probably as close to a brother other than my actual brothers. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, it's already playing. Keep talking. Um, so they removed me back, and then Mr. M- Mr. General Manager told the Waterford PD that he would like me arrested for assault. Um, the problem is, is I never hit him. I swung. I missed. Regretfully, I missed. Um, but- you don't know what it's like out there, man. <laughs> You don't know what it's like. You have to spill on me. Have a they call you baby killer. Have a have it wasn't my war. It wasn't my war. It wasn't my deal. And you call me coming spill on you. You don't know what it's like. And my okay. friend my friend, over me. my friend is over there and he gets blown up. And I just my best friend is he's my best friend's all over me. And I'm like, Well you got your leg. I can't find your leg to bring home. Guys are horrible. You so. sound like drunk Homer at the end of that. <laughs> does sound uh, like I, drunk I, that Homer. was my uh, no, that was that, that was, was platoon, my uh, that was my Rocky impersonation when Mickey died because Sylvester Stallone goes Mick. I'm not kidding. Watch Rocky three three. Yes. So we uh, yeah we lost our cool for once. Probably the second time in ten years of racing that I lost my cool that bad. It happens. First Especially time I connected. Bowl, but yeah. Yeah. First time I connected, and if everybody knew who I connected with, they'd probably applaud it now. 
Sorry. So let's fast forward a little bit. Okay, here. let's fast back Cause... forward, back towards uh, what? What the hell was I even talking about? So we're at. So so well, now yeah, you're questioning whether uh, you, you want to bring title. up what's going on. You now. win the title. You got the trophy and and the confetti's coming down and and this confetti and champagne bubbles. Well, there was champagne. However, however, because here's the other thing: is I've been accused of getting into my race car drunk. Um, that doesn't happen. I was gonna say, back off the microphone, sir. All right. Um, (laughs) So prior to Wednesday's events, I went to the store and I purchased a bottle of champagne, which is what I would do. Alcohol free, sparkling wine. Nope. Not sparkling wine, sparkling cider. It, That's no, what they call it was it. not. It was champagne, alcohol removed. Okay. So, so it's not champagne. So you got champagne it's in anticipation. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> you got, you got, you know, non-alcoholic champagne in anticipation, you know. Well, I mean. We and if you didn't win the title, you'd probably give the champagne to To my name. teammate who would have won the title. It was one of the two of us were going to win it. So we knew. Gary Beck situation. Yeah, yeah. 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 So when we blast yeah, off the champagne in Victory Lane, actually, Nick Ferlino on Facebook has that video, just in case everybody's wondering. It. Uh, it's also on AKA Racing 01. Um, within 10 minutes of a victory celebration, I got a message from the general manager wanting to know what alcohol I had in the pits. Like, I don't have any. You want to see the bottle? I didn't have to because I'm a smart guy. And before the races that day, I went to said general manager and said, look, this is the bottle we bought for a victory lane celebration. And he laughed. He said, you are petty. (laughs) So he just... Let me know that, hey, just so you know, as you anticipated, somebody complained and accused you of having alcohol in the pits. Yeah, it's. I don't know if you buying a bottle of champagne is petty or if someone complaining that you had champagne in the pits is petty. Chuck would enjoy it down here. Oh, I love it down in New Smyrna. Don't get yourself twisted. I've been down there, and I'm coming down in February. encourage it. I'm coming down in February, bro. We're bringing the race car, and we're bringing our attitude, and we're bringing our bullshit. Good. We'll have some fun. Facts. I might have to come down. You got a couch I can sleep on, Phil? <laughs> yes, got, I do. He's got all sorts of. Couches. I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> so anyway. minutes. So literally, like, so how long did you enjoy it before the blow up started? Oh, the blow up has been going since uh, what time is it on? Two weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks ago from the yeah. DQ. Yeah, I didn't remember how long ago it was. Yeah, it's been three weeks since the DQ because we had a rain out in the middle, and it, it has been. A nightmare on Facebook every time I open the pages. Yeah, I don't so, understand why. I just I don't thought you it. guys got along. I mean, I always liked I always liked the Hermans. Uh, they were the they were the little feral children that lived under the grandstands, and so, and they always would come up and and like everyone else, like with Sid and I, and they were they were interested. Yeah, they were interested in uh, wanted the, the, the video process, and we thought it was cool and everything else. Like and, everybody else grew up. At and the Big Ray, yeah. Big Ray Herman, I used to be in a bowling league with actually. And Sorry we had to hear a, about your luck. We had a ball though. It was a good time, you know. And I thought y'all got along. We did. Stuff. I used to pick that kid up at school no, and bring so him to work hell? and bring him home or whatever they needed but yeah i like everybody involved it's like well what the hell is this i just i don't get i don't get it just seems like they're mad that you were in the in that position it's like well it's kind of like the cup race really like (laughs) kurt bush gets put into it gets blows a rear tire and it spins into the wall and it would be like him being mad at the 12 ryan blaney for being there underneath them even though he never touched him did anything to him. I just don't understand what the end game is with everything. What what's it going to accomplish? I just it's absolutely it's, nothing. Then why do it? 
I mean, because they can, they're seen and they're heard. I don't, I just don't get it. I mean, it's not going to. Are they just mad at you for being there, or what? The owner of the Dallas Mavericks probably said it best. He said, "Even negative publicity is still publicity." Well, yeah, a that lot of people would say that. But I'm just saying it's like, <laughs> But that's where they're at. That's true. Yeah, I mean, apparently they. I they, mean, it seems more like luck got oh, into that point. Oh, luck and, is absolutely the case. But they've obviously never looked legal. at my bank account because apparently I paid off the track if you listen to that. I mean, the that's check a, cleared? It's, I don't know how. We have more about checks clearing in the Seacom no. section, which I'll it, get to later. Just, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> to, to me, the whole thing feels really disappointing, number one, because, like, you know, I like these people. But and, and then they have a problem. And then I don't have any reason to. And then neither do I. I at don't. the same point, you know, it's almost like a letdown because it's so tra- it's so white trailer trashy, garbage, immature. I the, shook that kid's it's hand. Just, I just don't get it. It's just very it's just so desperately immature, like just to I know I understand what it's like to lose a championship, but in order Yeah, we've both lost one. The type of person that does that is the type of person that gets mad at you know Gets home from a bad day at work and goes home and kicks their dog. All right, well, hit that rewind you know? button again. You know, hold on. Where'd it go? Well, we'll find it. Yeah, there we go. So let's go back five weeks prior to the DQs. Yeah. The 9 and the 70 decided that neither one of them is going to win a race, and the 9 parks the 70 into the fence, and the 9 finishes 8th. Okay. If he continues to follow the 70 around, finishes 2nd, it's a six-point difference. I drop back two spaces because I don't pass them, and I drop back to fifth instead of third. That's eight points. Championship was decided by one point to second and six points to third. That's right. It's up to the it's up to the competitors to make the distance between them as large as possible. You got to make your own and luck, and if you start screwing around with other people, you're just going to ruin your own luck. It's desperately immature and also really stupid at the same time. We're not talking. It's like lower than like Forrest Gump level of maturity and I'm understand a, what I'm saying little listen listen okay it's just like not as not even as smart as like Gump you know uh, Jenny uh, Jenny cheated on me all the time you know, if you want to talk about che- talk about Jenny how did Forrest Gump not get AIDS was that before uh, or after? no she gave me the AIDS wow okay I don't know she gave on. me the AIDS Jenny <laughs> listen I'm not a smart man but I know what the is even if it's cheating. Dude, I know cheating. I know cheating. And when I this say is cheating. Phil's, this is Phil's language. He lives in Florida. Hey. Hey. hey are, are they lining up the, 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 the freezer trucks at the hospitals down there yet? Yeah. Oh, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're parking in his yard. Mass graves inside sinkholes. That's how they fill them in now. <laughs> oh, so, so the I-10 and 95 should be pretty good up in that area, huh? Oh, it's yeah, all clear now. They feed them to the py- pythons, gators, and sinkholes. Uh-oh. What about the uh, cougars and panthers and stuff that are all in the woods or whatever the frick you got going the on? The meth there? addicts eat them. The cougars, the cougars and the meth are all down at the villages in south uh, southeast Florida. That's oh, Tampa. you mean, are they the strippers or no? You yeah. don't want that. All right. The meth, the heroin addicts burn the dead anyway, for warmth. <laughs> our, our aim on the show is not to keep furthering one-sided rumors and... Um, just drama and such. We just don't. We're just bringing it up because, again, we just don't understand what the. It's end game the Darf is. comment just, of the week. We can we can put oh, that. It's really the Darf comment, comment of the week. week for you. It is the Darf comment of the week. It just we'll just lump the whole that thing. In. I mean, it's, it's just it's ridiculous in yeah. my mind, and I just don't understand it. And 
if you have these Immature thoughts in your mind and just then trash you gotta it. just not say it because you know what swallow i've had to swallow my pride and understand that i was the cause of my own problems so many times you were the cause of your own demise well, this is what more happens more often than not <laughs> yeah this is what yep. happens when you live in a society that has no culpability for their own actions and, for the record and social media is going to kill short track racing. Period. It already is. Short track. Period. Period. Social media is. is going to kill lots of things. It's already killed. Uh, well, just name every, comedy. You know, anything that's politically correct, you can't do anything with. It, mean, it's killed everything. It, 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 it's going to it's, kill this world. Society. Yeah, I agree and it's so. not happening fast enough. I, All right. So I do like the new rule for next year. Oh, go ahead. What's that rule? So rumor has it um, that. Any disparaging words towards the track, track officials, or tech staff, etc., will be a $250 fine. You will un- not be able to be on the property of the track until the time that said fine is paid, and it will be a one-week suspension after the fine is paid. That doesn't say anything about podcasts, so we're okay. Per oh, good. comment. Per comment. On social media. We're not social media. No, we are actual media. Even though I've said that we're not media, <laughs> we're the best photo journal, video journalists. What have I said to get thrown out of a track anyway? I've said support your local racetracks, and our tech officials are great. Moving I don't on. know if I believe you believe that. I do believe it because right, well. they're the only people that do the job, and they are the ones who show up. Facts. So, no one else is volunteering. Uh, <laughs> agreed. So anyway, um, speaking of social media killing tracks, why don't we talk about Beach Ridge? I knew that was coming. Because uh, they stunned their racers by announcing during the last weekly race of the year that the Phil's, uh, facility was sold off to developers and would eventually be closing. No timetable was known as to when that would happen. They had the possibility of racing next year in the air, but uh, I doubt it. Uh, came up today, there was a post that said Beach Ridge will close at the finale at the final race of this year's and they will not reopen. There it is. And I mean, I know Scarborough, Maine is a more populous area, if you can say that about Maine, um, with the beaches and all and such. But I mean, I don't know what's going on with racing because I got more stuff in the in the rest of the show uh, about short track racing, almost figuratively and literally dying off. Um, but the old adage still rings true: um, for every track that opens, one doesn't reopen. Or one one track one that closes. dies closes, one doesn't reopen. Correct. Once it's gone, it's gone. You don't see yep. tracks being built. No, then. I mean, some tracks are being saved in the Midwest, but mostly dirt tracks. Um, but that's not around here. I mean, no. it's it's like oh, it's, I don't want to use that as a no. We're not going to use that as a comparison. That would be really bad. This, this also <laughs> goes to show you too that a track that's seemingly successful can just disappear tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you look at Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, yeah. Myrtle Beach was seemingly successful. They had one of the biggest races all year. And since Myrtle Beach is such a hot spot for development and and real estate property prices, I want to say. It's all about the money. Yeah. The track owner was like, well, at this rate, I don't know if I can retire. Or this guy's going to give me a few million bucks for the land. See ya. I I can retire. And he's a businessman at the end of the day. It's all about the dollar. Which, yep. Myrtle Beach is another really incredibly stupid story because they bought the properties, these developers, tore down a quarter of it or half of it, and then whatever they were going to build was not actually approved. 
So now we've got a torn down racetrack and they're not building on it after they thought they were. It works. So basically it's like, okay, so you took something that was profitable and you could have used as a business or just, you know, turned around and resold it if once your development didn't go through. Now you've got nothing but a plot of land and something half torn down. It's like, okay, so you completely screwed your investment because you're a stupid asshole. Yeah, but he made money on it in the long run. Made, did he? Yes. The the track owner did. Yes. He's the only Not one the people did. who bought it. Right. Who, that's that's what I'm talking about, is the people who bought it. So, But, I mean, Beach Ridge, I mean, you don't hear anything about these local tracks and how well or bad they're doing. Let's be fair. I don't think the Speed Bowl does well at all in any way. But They make do. That's about not. it. What's that? They, they make do. That's about it. But it's also a lot of people who love racing and who have a lot of money will buy a racetrack and then they don't care if it loses money because it de- decreases their tax burden. Some of them hope it loses money. <laughs> a lot of them hope that it loses money because it's one of the businesses that actually can lose money and they don't have to close it. Correct. So that's, that's where the, we're at at the Speed Bowl. That's honestly. what the Speed Bowl is at. So people can MF Bruce Beamer, which for what he did, obviously you can do that all day, but he's still a businessman, and if he doesn't see that thing succeed even a little bit, he's going to get rid of it. He might not get rid of it. He's not going to get rid he of it. He might not. But so I've had these, conversations with Bruce over that. But Well, that's good and bad. The thing is, is we've got people like um, Eddie Partridge, who was only in his 60s, who literally passed away on Saturday, unfortunately. How old is Bruce? He's in his early 70s, I believe. Yeah, these guys aren't going to live forever. What the hell are they going to do when they're gone? Uh, We're not going to do anything. We're going to sit at home on Saturdays and Wednesdays and do nothing. Cut our grass, I guess, during the summer. Play golf. I mean, some of us suck at that, but... I suck at it. I know, except your putting game, from what I hear, is pretty damn on point. I can nail putts. That, that's what I I've can't heard. hit anything else because my clubs are too short. Um, <laughs> I think it's something that's other than your said. clubs that are too no, short. No, I mean... <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't hit the clubs. They're too short. They I got don't long work. clubs for you. You can borrow mine. Good. I want to use them because I got a tee time tomorrow at 828. You pay my tee green Greenpeace, I'll go with you and you use my clubs. If you're going to come tomorrow at 828 a.m. to River Ridge, we got a spot open because... We I know, but you got to pay my Greenpeace because I'm broke as a joke. I own five race cars. What hell? I haven't got paid from the speed bowl yet. It takes two weeks. I didn't get paid for your kid's car either, but I did break the windshield. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different story. <laughs> Which I think it's fair. But okay. He's going to get paid. I promise you he will get paid. That's I why do. I haven't asked him about it. I'm like, yeah, I know. I get it. But anyway, um, so Beach Ridge, uh, I just... It sucks. It's a. It's just yeah. another, it's another nail in a coffin. We just, got the lid on and we're just... Another one in. There's two there's more. Another are, one. There's two and more there's... that are looking at it right now. Yeah. Star is looking at closing, and Hudson's looking at closing. Why is that? Lack of profits. I want well, the residents of the Beach Ridge uh, that listen to the podcast uh, to all zero hear, of them. Yeah. Uh, anybody around there in the area that go to Beach Ridge, uh, please listen to my proposal. Anything that is built on Beach Ridge property, I want you to burn it down. <laughs> That's a bit aggressive, Jess. I'm not saying to shoot the bulldozer drivers. I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, they got a family, you know. They're doing their job. They're just on, poor man. working stiffs, you know, in a union and stuff. And I mean, they got a wife that hates them at but... home. And, you know, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying anything that's built on there, blow it up. <laughs> How about we just boycott it? 
I that's mean, not uh, going to happen because no one cares. Who everyone hates Walmart, but they still shop there. Everybody's like, oh, no, screw Walmart. Amazon. They keep building. Well, a lot of you people know, all do. these centers and all this other crap. They still order from them. It's not going to stop. Yeah, uh, I have a proposal for this studio. That's by the way. progress. You guys need a damn air conditioner. It's hot as hell in here. Welcome to our world. Oh my god, the fan's not plugged in. <laughs> we told you that before we started. So anyway, I did mention the fact that. <laughs> I, w- I wish you could see what just happened. I did mention they the fact that uh, early Saturday morning news broke that Riverhead Raceway owner and Whalen Modified Tour, uh, tour car owner Eddie Partridge died suddenly that's, overnight. That's horrible news. He that's was, terrible. I think, he was in Victory Lane in Richmond with Ryan Priest, who won the tour race at Richmond, and then overnight yep. like, was dead. Like, how's Ryan feel right now? He loses his cup ride, and then his car owner passes away. Ryan feels awful. He said Eddie, Eddie gave him his shot in 2014. They won a tour title together. He gave him his big chance. And he was very instrumental in getting him in the Xfinity series and helping him along the way. And he, and he made the most, most of it, in my and opinion. He did. Yeah. And he and Eddie were really good friends. Yep. Above being car owner and driver. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Eddie and Connie are quality people. Amazing people. And I don't know them personally, but God damn it, I hate it. You know, because we've got people who actually give a shit about the sport. Who own the guy? The family owned Riverhead Raceway, which obviously is another one of those tracks that urban development is. Yeah, like who knows what's going to happen there? Now. I just I only can pray that Connie and uh, I think it's Tom, the GM, it, can it keep Tom, the place yeah. going. And I hate it. I, it's just we're the last of the dinosaurs. I swear to God. I mean, that, that kind of goes to Wall Stadium where uh, the uh, the crowd. Uh, Cliff Cross passed yeah. away a couple years ago. Cross family, yeah. We were all wondering what was going to happen there. I go down there four or five times a year. I love racing there. It's one is of the, Andrew going to take over? Or was he uh, actually, be? Andrew's still racing his dirt mod, his tour mod, his regular mod. His S, you know, it, they're equivalent of an SK. Uh, his sister, Emily, and his mom, Diane, amazing people. They, they welcome outsiders there with open arms. Like I said, I go down there with just my little X car, and they, they're amazing down there, and, and they've decided they were going to close. They were going to shut up and just shut down everything. And they sat down and said, you know what? Cliff wouldn't want this. So instead of shutting down, they said, you know what? We're going to have a memorial race every year for him. We're going to have a big Cliff Cross memorial. And last year they sold out. Prior to practice, they sold out every pit band, every grandstand ticket they were allowed to sell. They sold out. And we weren't even on the track for practice yet. Jesus. Like, it's amazing to see what they've done with the facility, the way they treat their racers down there. It's 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 really amazing and just such a great thing to see with short track racing. Unfortunately, the property owners they think they can they can sell it to a developer, and well, when you have an airport across the street, it's a little tough to sell your property to anybody. Well, that's that's the exact thing that they're in the same situation as something like the Speed Bowl. The Speed Bowl is so grandfathered in that you actually can't do new construction. You can't touch that property. There's like you can't do anything. Well, to the it DEP other than what it already is. The DEP regulations alone, they'd have to dig down ten feet and and then refill thirty feet of of, of land just to be able to do anything with it. Just that's so not much. worth it to anybody no. who's going to build on it. They want to nope. just clear the land and build on it, and that's not going to be possible. Nope, it's, you're it's, gonna you, the remediation alone would cost you. The property value. Yeah, and then some. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've tried. <laughs> they've tried. <laughs> Phil, but. what's closing down in Florida? <laughs> well, we're just going to spread the bad news train around. I, For the first time in a while, I don't think anything's closing down here. I think we actually might have one coming back. 
Get out. There's a, really? a rumor going USA. around that. Yeah, there's a rumor no, going around that. that's a parking lot. I forgot. Bronson Speedway is uh, going to be a dirt track at no some point. Sh- Bronson's really? coming back. That would be awesome. That would be pretty badass, yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. it'll be it'll be interesting as a dirt track if it happens. I guess the guy that was originally supposed to purchase it just passed away, but there's other parties involved that still want to go through with it. Oh, so I heard we'll see about what that. happens. Yeah, something like there's that. An, there's an entire investment group, but the main the lead, yeah, I heard about that. The lead guy passed away and but the other ones are still interested in going forward. I did hear about yep. that. But uh I do have good news about Florida, Phil. What's that? New Smyrna Speedway will host the opening race of the 2022 Wayland Modified Tour season on February 12th as part of the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Obviously, it's going to be a points event, which I found odd that media would report that it's a points race because it's pretty obvious since it's literally announced as the start of the season. Why would they add that in? It's, it's the start of the season. It's going to be a points race. No shit. It's the start of the season. It's probably what fake Because there are people out there that are so stupid that they would ask the question. It's you probably wanna, fake you news. How... Well, the thing is, is that they st- didn't they do the Daytona uh, race they and did. it was a non-points uh, race? So like, maybe that's to avoid. Battle at the beach. Yeah, the battle at the beach, right? And maybe that's the thing to uh avoid confusion or something yeah but here's the thing i agree people are stupid i actually look the wrong way down a one-way street because i just don't trust people that much facts we're only looking one way i always looked i always look both ways because there might be a cyclist coming up and cyclists are yeah but whatever they want to die they're crazy (laughs) not that jesse would ever be that cyclist where i deliver cyclist no a a pet a bicyclist yeah motorcyclist maybe (laughs) no No. i doubt that too i don't want to be a cyclist that's that's exercise. <laughs> we can't have that. No. All right, so. I thought you were going to say the good news in Florida is there's no hurricanes aimed at him right now. You know how long this episode's going to be? <laughs> we haven't even gotten into Stafford yet. We haven't even talked about Stafford or Waterford or anything yet. All right. Chuck, you guys have gotten hit by more hurricanes than I have since I moved back here. This is true, point, I mean. That's a good point. This guy gets it. It's <laughs> a good point. Nobody asked you, Phil. We don't have to worry about a snake. <laughs> We don't have to worry about snakes crawling out of our toilets, so. <laughs> or gators coming in your backyard. Or uh, I don't have any gators. I don't know what that. We just kid like. because we miss you. Yeah, and we... I'm so sorry. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> Stafford results. All right. By the way, um, I do want to race at Stafford next year, so go buy your Inloro photo. Um, sponsor, You're not winning that. Sponsor I am. Sponsor draw calendars at inlorofoto.com. I lost my lead. You got to help me get it back so that I can make an idiot of myself in a limited late model at Stafford full time next year. Please help me, people. Put my name down. Rumor right. has it AK Racing just put up 25 calendars. Uh, <laughs> great. So Chuck can drive his X car uh, in New Jersey next year. <laughs> I told you. I'm just if I win that, I'm just going to buy Jesse's car and we'll run it wherever we want. Okay. <laughs> maybe I'll put a maybe I'll put a guest driver named Brent in it once in a while. Oh, great! <sighs> then he'll be all mad that I finished better. All right, um, Stafford results: limited late models. Alexandra Fern picked up, I think, her fifth win of the year. Uh, Jeremy Lavoy got turned early, fought back to finish second. A couple minor incidents involving uh, uh, R.J. Serdell and others. Devin Jensen got turned early, managed to finish P4. A couple guys had to rebound pretty heavily from uh, early spins and junk. And, uh, Rich Hammond had a moment. He did have a moment, but at least he I, didn't. I could hear him going, woo! <laughs> 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 All 
And oh, Gary okay. Patton did not have sex because he didn't do very well. No, he did not. <laughs> so he he must not have done very well. So no, he got to the consultation flag. All right. So um, listen to listen to the last week's episode to get the episode. Apparently, we got a guest Pardon. rolling no, through the producer, studio. Producer Junior needs a piece of paper. So all right, he's good. Oh, it's nice and cool coming in that door. Do, do we have to close that door again? Oh, <laughs> oh man. All right. So late models, John Blake. One, I think it was his first feature event ever. I don't even. Yeah, know. that was his first ever. He, he and I heard the... that he's been racing since two thousand and three, and he hadn't won one yet. Yeah, that's longer than me. That's a long time. That's longer than me. That's like, uh, um, what the hell is the Belial who didn't Jimmy? Jimmy Belial. Jimmy like Belial, twenty yeah. years without winning it was one. Twenty or twenty-five years. Poor yeah. bastard. But they got one. Yeah. Uh, but that's dedication right there. I mean, I you got to give these guys credit. I mean. But I will say that the division was back on form. They were all racing like body panels were free. So <laughs> they're not. That's right. To them, they might be. I don't know. Um, I hear sheet metal's cheap these days. I've heard different. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a plastic car, so I don't need it. Yeah, they had. Uh, yeah, they had body out. slams, camel clutches, uh, for pile drivers, figure four, uh, all kinds of different. You know. All different Stone ways Cold to stunner. Yeah, different yeah, ways to finish off, off somebody. Rope. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's folding chair to the face. The more things change, the more things stay the same. <laughs> Except Jesse's still not driving. Right. Except I'm not driving. Right. Um, I'm driving. I'm driving a big truck though. I saw. Yes, sir. What's up, Phil? Oops. I no, I said, "Damn it, Jesse." Oh, yeah, that's fair. Damn it, Jesse. Yeah. I did see that Adam Gray retook the point lead after uh, old Magnum Michael Bennett had a rough night. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, SK Lights. Derek Debus rebounded from a wreck last week where I believe they had to clip the car, and he grabbed his sixth win of the year. Uh, a few minor spins. Tyler Berry got squeezed into the turn four wall, possibly. I don't know. I'd have to see I another at, replay. I looked at the replay, and I just couldn't see anything clear cut. I mean, yeah, I if know. he moved up or if, if the 11 moved up or if Barry moved down, when I saw of, it, yeah, when I saw about. it, I don't know. I love Tyler, but I really he, don't he know. seems to get, quote unquote, squeezed into the wall a lot. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> I, I think I he know. had room on exit, but I can't judge it from my couch. So that was, it's, It looks like from the replay, it's one of those things where I'd have to be to in the driver's seat. In order to even know it, because that's how close it was. Yeah, I really can't that's, tell. The, that's exactly it. I can't tell the here or there. That's exactly it. So, um, all right, move on to SKs. Stephen Kopsik won his third in a row. David Root had a good run going until uh, Narducci got to him again. Um, you know what's funny? But yeah. he rebounded to finish eighth. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, he's, he was. Narducci got to him all the way to the back. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. David Arup <laughs> made the mistake of passing uh, the car owner of uh, Narducci, Keith Rocco. And he, yeah. he, doesn't Rocco know, he doesn't own Rocco's car. Or he doesn't own. He doesn't, he doesn't own that car. Rocco he runs for Petty Cash, which is Tyler Hines' team. Oh, I thought that they were Keith Rocco affiliate. No, no, that ended a couple weeks Keith, ago. Keith bought. No, Keith didn't buy anything. Keith builds Troyer chassis, and they buy Troyers from him oh, well, sometimes, or have him fix the cars. He doesn't own them though. So, oh, okay. Well, yeah. it's an affiliate. He, Keith anyway. is Keith is like Hirschman. He's a Troyer dealer, um, dealer. Okay. distributor, yeah. distributor, oh, yeah. dealer. Yeah. yeah. They, they Excuse me, stuff, but yeah. So, yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, but anyway, it, it. I don't know what David did to Brian, but it seemed like he popped him pretty good there. <laughs> Does anybody good. have to do anything to Brian? 
I don't know. Maybe it was a muscle twitch or something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we Easy. we saw we did see. Um, oh, Nora Corner suffered the same fate, but uh, we saw him uh, Narducci swap rides with Tyler Hines. But Hines was in the uh, '57 car. It looked like the Eminem Stone Creations car. The uh, what's, the I forget Rocco the one. yeah the old the one Rocco made famous basically yeah. at the Speed Bowl. Um, so I don't know if they bought that car black from and red or orange. Yeah, black and orange. Black yeah. and orange '57 so car. Yeah. Yeah, so he was in that car. Uh, so they had a break in between because they ran the TC13 race. And they ran the street stocks after that. Uh, Chris Meyer picked up that fifth win. Uh, Frank the Three Jr. was P2. Not a terrible race. A little fender banging here and there. Nothing really serious. Um, Chris definitely picked up the win that he should have gotten last week, <laughs> but he had a flat tire. Yeah, it's a clutch so, rebound. It is a know? clutch rebound. Great if you get pit and change tires this Tapper, huh? Yeah, but that's... It's always been the rule. The pits are so tight there. Somebody would get run over. It's going to take wrong. You know, but I, send the crews out to pit road then. I drove around those pits. It's so hard to see around things when you're sitting low in a race car. It's like, I can't see a damn Yeah, thing. but street stock is more of an entry-level class. That's kind of what they're, yeah, they're I mean, looking at. So I can kind of understand from they their do point it, of view. They do it so, for yeah. cost savings procedures in their mind. And it's like, look, just... I mean, Waterford, yeah, it's easy to pit because you can just dive right out and go. Still Thompson, there's a lot of room. You can go I dive mean, I still think it's go. crap. Nowadays, Stafford, it's really tight. Nowadays, well, back in those days, you had to bring like a, a bottle and of compressed air or some form of compressed air. For air or, guns and stuff? For air guns and yeah. things of that nature. Now that, now that we can put them on with the electric impact wrench, maybe now is the time to maybe looking at uh, adendi- uh, amending that kind of rule. I mean, I could grab a could, wagon, two tires, bring, and an impact gun and throw a jack the on redneck it. Right. It'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> you could grab a couple things and go. <laughs> they mean, it, tried it at Stafford at one point for a couple races back, I don't know, three or four years ago, and it just, I don't know. It probably just gave them the idea that, oh, I don't have to worry about how I drive. I can just bring it down the yeah, road and the, patch it the back racing, up. The racing was definitely a little rougher. and I, I In that aspect, I guess I kind of understand it. And it still takes time to bring those guys to and fro from yeah, a it's pit a area to pit changeover area. And... I've been watching Street Stocks, Limited Sportsmen's, whatever you want to call them, since I was five years old, and they've always beaten, banged, and that's the best part about watching a sportsman or Street Stock or whatever you want to call them. That's the best part about watching those races. And for a guy, let's say, with two races to go in the point league, accidentally brushes a guy and cuts a valve stem off and loses a championship because he can't pit he and change a tire. might have just something over on the track. Right. Who knows? And he can't pit to change a tire and at least start in the rear and make his way back. I mean, that just, that's got to be heartbreaking. I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. It does stink, but at least you know about it going into it, so you drive accordingly. Well, most people do. I mean, I can't but you speak can't, to everybody. You can't Everybody's for in everything. the same boat, too. Everybody is in the same boat. And you so. want to drive there. But his crew I goes, made a promise. So you made a promise, <laughs> and you. I won't need a crew if I go because you don't have any pit stops, and I can't pit, so I can just go by myself if I had to. Right, and because go, I won't we, be there. We would never let you do that anyway. Just so you know, I'd bring my I whole Wednesday crew up there for you. Mm-hmm. I would forget. It. I was going to say I'm I leave the house at eight o'clock, and I don't come back until eight o'clock, so I won't be there. <laughs> well, you need a better job then. I All right, I so should have stayed in school. Oh wait, I did. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work out for you? All right, so. The TC, God dang, terrible. <laughs> I think it was what the fourth iteration of the TC thirteen. Yes, yeah, is the fourth one. And uh, right off the bat, they junked a bunch of good cars. <laughs> Tyler Hines, uh, not Tyler Hines. Um, um, Stephen Kopsick, 
Uh, Mike Christopher Jr., somebody else got wrecked. I've just not great. So it was not a good start. Um, Rocco got spun by Dana DiMatteo late, which I thought was kind of humorous. Um, not upset. Given, given their history. <laughs> um, but the story was David Aroot. Now, he's been good the last few weeks or a month or so at least. Yeah, he's been getting and way better and better now. He used to be a liability in the front, let's be honest. Yeah. He used to they, be. They look like they found something in that car. And I know that he runs the Chassis Pro stuff that Todd Owens runs. And Todd finished second, and I don't know if he was pushing the issue or not, or if he just couldn't catch him because David was fast. So, I mean... It was the TC-13, so it's kind of a fitting start. Is it, though? I mean, the Aroots own the racetrack. But they don't win every week, or they don't really win more than maybe one of them might get a late model win once a year. That's fair enough. I mean, they don't, they're not the, who the hell owned Riverside and raced? What were their names? Sid, I know you know this. Um, I'm not paying attention to help you out, though. I know, I'm floundering out here by myself, but it was. It's it not was, like Jeff Bodine at at Chemung because his family owned the racetrack. Yeah, it's not like it's well, not like Tony the, Stewart at uh, Eldora. At Eldora, I mean, yeah. If you've got the the family runs two different divisions, they figure you know if they're involved that deeply in it, then they're gonna know what the cost is for everybody to run it. They're gonna have a bigger finger on the pulse. It's a good idea in my mind, and if he actually starts to see success, who cares? Great, awesome. Yeah, you know. Son, I don't care who's racing, who's running. If you're all running by the same set of rules, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. I mean, the kid wins one non-points race, and the conspiracy theories flood. And it's like, have you not watched all year? The kid's been racing these cars for years. has been a boat anchor for most of them. He finally gets a lot of experience going. He gets the thing set up. Todd Owen is, is his right-hand guy. I mean, he put David in a car, in a tour car, up at the MRS race a couple weeks ago. Guy finished fourth. I mean, he doesn't even race tour cars. And now he gets in his SK, and he goes to Stafford. He wins the SK-13 for TC-13, or whatever you want to call it. And it's like, now people are all conspiracy theorists? Give it's me a racing. break. It's He's, racing. We're all that it's way. It's human nature. Good! We have another competitive car. We need more competitive cars. It, it's, it's human right. nature. I, I get it. I, I understand, because there are always going to be conspiracy theories like that. I'm not I mean, there. They did it on let purpose. the haters hate. I mean, for God's yeah, sakes, you want to talk about show conspiracy? Show up at the racetrack, and the racetrack dies. I mean, it's nine eleven, and let me tell you about the greatest conspiracy theory of all. I mean, they're going to bring it out way out in the far right. It's going to be Jesse Ventura and and them saying thermite paint. There's thermite paint in the ceilings and in the walls. But, Jet fuel doesn't burn that hot. But for the record, it's nine twelve now. It's nine twelve, but it it's is nine eleven weekend. Well, that's when they all started. Right. Right, they right, dressed right. them up as UPS and FedEx men and painted thermite paint on the walls. Hard pee. All right, so we should move on here. <laughs> Jesse might lose his mind if we don't. I'm already sweating to death. So, it's um, warm in here. It is hot. Um, speed Bowl results. Why don't we go to that? Because... I used to be a governor. <laughs> I got to say, going to Speed Bowl results. That is, I was at the Speed Bowl this Saturday. And that is the calmest, most subdued pit area I've ever seen at Waterford. That's like, saying something. There was one almost 
not even a fight, almost a skirmish. Well, then it was a different off week because a couple of weeks ago they were putting bringing people out in handcuffs. I'm sure, and, and like okay. it was well, weird. One, it was like the aliens landed. I mean, that's been that way for three weeks on Facebook, but that's besides the point. Sorry, maybe maybe oh. deservedly so. Ten years, no feature wins until this year. Maybe I just do suck and I should retire. But anyway, I digress. But there was there was one episode during the SK race, um, a lap car kind of didn't belong where he was and took out the top five or six or eight or whatever it was. Phil. It was it was bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, Phil. Shots fired. But, like, there was a couple... Did, did cr- they have a number 21 on them? Seven. Seven. Mo- yeah. 20, okay, so then I didn't do it. <laughs> I only wrecked cars with number 21s on them. Uh, I didn't... Or twos. Yeah. Or O2. But or whatever the hell they are. Th- there was a brief moment that... I mean, I was in the spotter stand. I got it second hand. But I was in the pits most of the day, and it was weird. It was really weird. It was just was subdued. It, it was calm. People was were in good mood. the opposite of a full moon? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's basically what it was. Like, the mini stocks had doubles. There was no episodes during the mini stock race. I believe one of the races went green to checkered. Uh, truck, truck race went green to checker, if I'm not mistaken. I know the last the uh, the schedule event for the main stocks, the one that Jared Roy won. Jared Roy won one of the. Jared Roy won, won second the second one. one. Yeah. Tom Silva won the first one. That one went green to checker. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Silva won the first one, and I believe Chris Garside had motor issues, so he ended up coming out in the second feature in Doug Curry's Deuce. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is true. Did not do a whole lot with it, and I believe if my math was right when I left. That Tommy Silva took the point lead by one or two points. I'm not. I haven't looked myself, but I believe that's the case. Hmm. So it's going to come down to the wire and the mini stocks for sure. How many races they got left? Uh, two, three, three in finale, I believe. Okay. So, was, yeah, no, they run pretty late. So yeah. what was the results of the of the mini? Well, mini stocks. Yeah, you, you got it. It's Tim Tommy Silva won the race held over from um, August. No, September fourth. Yes, yeah, September. 4th. Okay. Yeah. And I think that was like his sixth win this year. Seventh. Uh, seventh win. Seventh. Uh, Jared White won the second one. I think he's yep. won like three or four. Uh, he has three. Three? Okay. Three yep. I'm just taking guesses at this because of what I see, so I'm pretty close. I mean, I mean I'm there every week. So. Yeah. Um, Doug Curry in the street stock race. Let me tell you, if you weren't there, <laughs> you missed an amazing finish of that street stock race. Yeah, I was not well. there. Doug Curry had a huge lead with like five laps to go. The caution came out. Um, he started... And he took the high side on the start. The high side's had a lot of grip in the last few weeks. I don't know what the deal um, is. They called the start back. The odd thing is, is he switched and went to the low side. Um, you can control your destiny better from the well, low side, in my opinion. I believe it had to do with the car that was in second. Was it the 75? It was the 75. Well, Ryan will come up a little bit. We um, all. It, it, so, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just I mean, saying he chose he the top on the 75. Uh, on the first restart, but they called it back and he went to the bottom. Um, they ran door to door, and I gotta give, I gotta give Ryan a lot of credit. He ran hard, but he ran clean. Um, I've seen came, that a lot out of him this year. They so. came out of four, and Doug this and year. Ryan got together a little bit coming out of four, and Doug was probably a little sideways coming over the line, maybe by a fender. I think they said the 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 result the finish. Gap was like point zero seven or something like that. It was an amazing finish. And as a fan of the street stocks, because, I mean, you guys run street stocks, but I've loved the street stocks since I was, you know, five years old. 80s, 90s. Yeah, yeah. early 80s, actually. And 
to watch that finish, Doug drove his heart, heart and soul to get that win. And I believe that's his fourth in a row. In a row. Now, in a row. And he finished, uh, Jason Chicolas finished second. Did he? Was it Chicolas? Chicolas finished well, second. The race, I think the race monitor told me Chicolas finished second. So maybe it was Chicolas, not yeah. Waterman. I, I could right. be mistaken there. Either yeah. one. Doug, I mean, Doug's had run-ins with Chicolas this oh, year. Oh, they've had more than run-ins. <laughs> I was trying to be PC. No, they've had more than run-ins. They've had um, extreme disagreements. <laughs> now, I did mention on Facebook that since that since Doug and his wife Caroline had given birth to their first child, for the record, Doug did not give birth; just Caroline. He helped. <laughs> she wouldn't have given birth if it wasn't for him donating. All right, fair enough. So, um, we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> That was going to go south in a hurry. I I was going to leave that alone. I I was, yeah, I held off. Um, The look on your face is classic. Should I say this? (laughs) You know, it's better to stay silent and be labeled an idiot than open open your mouth and prove all doubt. (laughs) Onward. So he's won four in a row since his son was born. He hasn't stopped winning since Since they had a kid. Yeah. I went on Facebook and said, this guy's going to have another kid, and he'll never lose again. Caroline wasn't very happy with that. I She's wouldn't like, be calm very down, happy with calm that. Down. Slow your roll there, bro. She's like, calm down. I said, no, no, no. You stick with what works. You've got to have another one. <laughs> this is just basic math. You Child, win. If you have two of them, you double win. I, I believe so. the points are pretty close now in the street stocks, too. Aren't they? We're going to have to remodel the castle. To make room for all the babies. <laughs> Boy, we we hand fed him that one, didn't we? <laughs> he, yeah, we, he couldn't find it, so he had to act it out, which I actually applaud him on. That was pretty good. Caroline's gonna be pregnant a lot. Yeah, <sighs> Doug, stay away from her. Dougie, are you Catholic? Because man, that's that house ain't big enough, buddy. Um. Anyway, we should move on again. All right. So, Speedball Trucks. Congrats, Dougie. By the way, avid listener of the show. If we yep. put this out early enough, he listens to it at work. Nice. Uh, anyway, so uh, Speedball Trucks, Kenny Cassidy Jr. found a uh, bent valve or something. I know they, they posted that. And uh, guess what? He won. Well, that was also another great finish. Yeah. Um, I heard Jimmy Boyle finish second. Boyle had a pretty decent lead. Caution came out late, um, probably two or three to go. Uh, Kenny rode the outside, and like he really drove the outside hard. And again, it was by a fender that he crossed the line with. I was actually had a great view of that one because I was spotting for Rick Ashlaw in the 28 truck. I haven't seen him around in a while. Uh, he's been there. He's been there pretty much every race for the trucks this year. Oh, okay. Um, Mid pack guy. He's you know, he's out there doing it. But he's doing it, and he gave me a shout out on Facebook, so I figured I'd plug him here too. That's so. Fair. Um, but uh, that was a great race um, between Kenny and, and and Boyle. I mean, Boyle was a little rough coming through the field the first time to get the lead. And again, I was spotting, so I had the you know the advantage of hearing the track giving him a little little bit of crap. He got a shaken flag a couple times, which I hate that flag. I hate when they shake it at a driver. We don't see it anyway, but I guess they feel better about it. Um, and it came down to a fender again coming out of four. It was a drag race to the stripe. They were dead even coming out of four. Dang. So, great race for the fans. Well, there's no word yet on if uh, Jimmy Boyle won after tech inspection. Um, <laughs> Kenny won before tech. Again, we are not spreading cheating rumors about anybody. It's literally a joke about Jim being the winningest driver that we know of post race. Oh yeah, post right. post tech, not post race tech. I'm post-race sorry, tech. I, finished, I, I forgot a word. Yeah. Post post martial law tech. 
Yeah, I know. The yeah, one. but that's not Marshall. That's not the Exit series. That's the Speedball series. This is Speedball <laughs> It's Speedball sense. trucks, not Exit. This is Speedball sense, not Marshall law. <laughs> right. That's why that's, again, again, it's just a running joke. People, calm down. Probably stems from New Hampshire. And many other places <laughs> as well. <laughs> wow. Because so, he's won two or three races because of tech this year. So. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Sometimes right, so. you got to be in the right place at the right time, right? That's exactly it. Jay Stewart told me you don't have to be the fastest; you just have to luck out. You just um, have to be faster than tech? than the other guy is when the lion is chasing you. Sometimes I'd be lucky, right. better to be lucky than good. Is that what that, that how the basically, saying goes? Yeah, that's right. basically what it is. Um, R.J. Marcotte won the S.K. Light race. Uh, I don't have much to talk about with that one. S.K. Light race actually went off pretty well. Pretty clean. It was it was fairly clean. I mean, okay. a couple dust ups, but nothing major. Moving on then. And Corey DiMatteo won the SK race. I saw Billy Anderson finished P2. He's been in the car twice, won once, and finished second the second time. That was a 14 car, right? Barely, Billy Bear's car, yeah. 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 Um, so the SK race. <laughs> um, that race was basically decided by a lapped car. Really? Um, really? It, uh, it caused like a nine-car pileup. And again, I had a bird's-eye view because I was spotting for Paul Bazell in the nine-car nine for the SKs. Um. It's the calmest spotter stand I've ever been in when something like that happens. <laughs> there was one individual that was rather heated wanting to know who drove the 27 car. And there were two 27s in the field. Um, Todd Taylor actually was in. Oh, yeah. And Adam, Adam gave, gave his backup, backup car. car. Yeah, that's right. But uh, he only did like two or three laps. Well, they had a they had a major issue with that car. They said that couldn't be fixed at the track. They had to get it back to the shop. But uh, yeah. my understanding is Todd's going to actually get a a ride in that car again once they get the car fixed. That's that's from talking to Todd post race. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they were coming around turn one, and uh, it's one of my not shining moments as a spotter. There was a wreck happening coming out of turn four. We were at the front start finish line. I watched the wreck a little bit, turned my head to turn one, and all hell broke loose. Um, <laughs> so they double wrecked. Uh, yeah, they wrecked at the same time in four and one, and the top seven cars. I know we were running twelfth at the time, and we restarted fifth. So <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul Bazell actually held on to seventh for that race, um, but. The top five cars pretty much, uh, pretty much wrecked out of that one. Um, awesome. I know the thirty-five was running top five at the time, and uh, he pitted, came back out, pitted again, came back out, ran one lap, and he he retired to the infield, as as Matt Buckler would say. Um, <laughs> the fifty-one Rob Janovic and the eighty-one Todd Owen started scratch on the field on the restart and i believe they ended up in the top five um it it was just that one incident and that's the incident that we had in the pits but other than that mellow mellow day at the bowl we were home by 9 30 nice about you know what's nice about this is that we actually have a painted picture for us of what's going on at the speed bowl if we can't be there yeah unless we're there then we get some kind of insight I mean, we all can watch it on, you know, we've gone over that. We can all watch the other tracks, except for, you can at least give us a visual description. So, Just be so careful is, not to say anything negative, Jesse. You get a $250 fine. Not yeah. yet. That's not till next year. Oh, boy. I'm practicing. <laughs> practicing. Sorry. Oh, you're practicing. Sorry, Sid. We'll probably get banned on the racetrack. Oh, he's paying attention. Hi, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so uh, let's move on here. We got some Seekonk results. Oh, boy. Now we got a little bit of controversy with some of them, but uh, I do have some positive light. Uh, Where? Oh, you'll hear about it. It's Seekonk. Seekonk's Watch great. Out for I love I have an opinion about Seekonk. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> you also have them tattooed on you somewhere. Anyway, um, there it is. Uh, sport trucks. Brittany Campbell won that race. I know nothing about what happened except she won. Uh, I want to say something about the sportsman, though, because that's where everything <laughs> came from. Now, 31 cars took to the track during heat races for the sportsman. 31 cars. I know they had, didn't get out of lap one. They had a 15-car concy. I think they took... 24 for the feature? 26 is 26? all will ever take for any feature. Okay, so 26 took the feature. Uh, I think about 10 of them didn't make it through lap 1. Uh, 9. That 9 was... didn't make it through the backstretch on lap 1. That was close. Tyler Alameda's car is absolutely mangled. Like, yeah, it bad. looked like somebody was up on their side, almost went over. Twice. Twice. Went up, came down, and went back up. Yeah, I saw some video, and I'm like, ooh, that didn't look good at all. Um... I'm betting they wished they could uh, pull the cars that didn't make it in the race off the trailers, put them in the race, and restart it so that they'd have a full well, field I mean, again. They didn't make lap one. They technically could have. I mean, it would have been funny to see. <laughs> hey, these guys are wrecked. You guys want to race? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get it ready now, though. Just pull it off the trailer and get in, you know? Heck. Set the pressure, throw on and your helmet, and worse. go. There you go. Right, Phil? <laughs> he, he they should have, they should the have that. Yeah, they should, like... <laughs> Hey, I've seen a guy do that down here, pull off the trailer, go out, qualify on the pole, win the race. That's what Ronnie Rocco used to do. Say, yeah. <laughs> you know something? That would be kind of cool because it's almost like you have a first alternate. Like, uh, drag racing has the first alternate rule. Yeah. Where if the guy can't come to the staging lanes, next guy's ready. Next guy's Get ready in. to go. Yeah. Well, guess what? You know, if, if you can't make, if you go around and you don't make, you know, one lap, do we have Send in the second alternate. Do, do we have nine alternates, though? I mean, they, they did. did. They, they did. did. <laughs> they did. Now, Corey Fanning. 15. Go ahead. Yeah, now, Corey Fanning won this race, and I'd seen people posting on the internet about him. Impressive. About him. <laughs> Most impressive. About him paying off the racetrack, and that his check cleared, and all this other stuff, because he was supposedly involved in that first incident, and he hit somebody, and he came to a stop and had to back I up. am altering the deal. Pray <laughs> I don't alter it any further. Jesse with the Star Wars stuff again. Well, oh, probably because Darth the boy, Vader walked well, the into boy the room came in twice, with, so the boy came in ready. with a Darth Vader mask, and then the wife showed I was going to say, that was definitely not the boy that just no, came that in with the Darth the wife, Vader. The wife <laughs> if it got was, it, we have a problem. I I God, I hope not. Um, I mean, I've heard that once before. Tw twice, three times, maybe. Four times a lady. I don't know. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a... Again, Why? what's the end game here? It's not going to change the result. Oh, his check must have cleared. He's paying off the track. There's 31 freaking cars on the track. I wish I Sometime, could pay you know, the track. I've gotten, I've gotten an explanation from race directors. They're like, look... If you stopped to avoid and the track was blocked, which essentially it was. Essentially, no, exactly it was. They'll probably end up just putting you in wherever you were. And to be fair, he was mid-pack anyway, and he restarted. Mid-pack. In mid-pack. So 
I mean, what are you expected do you, to do? Just do drive through the guy in front of his door because, well, if I stop, I'm going to go to the rear and the be an accident car? The entire field was blocked. The, the from whole the thing. wall to the cross. Yeah. Like, the grass, everything. You could have gone nowhere through nowhere to go. I mean, he could have gone through the figure eight track, but I don't think you want to because there's really big jumps. That was blocked, too. <laughs> Yeah. Like the wreck happened right in the back stretch, right between the cross. I mean, Seekonk is a wide racetrack, five wide, but it was completely—it was like seventy-five feet wide. Well, yeah, it blocked. They, the, all the all the street stocks or whatever they call them up there were sportsmen. Were sportsmen, yeah, they're all the same. They were all sideways across the track. I mean, it only takes four cars to block the track, and there were nine involved. Yeah, I mean, I know that somebody ran over top of somebody else, started a wreck. I don't care who started it and what happened. It's whatever. Go ahead, Jesse. I know you want to do it. Uh, you don't see that happen there very often. <laughs> it, takes a, it takes a lot to block that track. I mean, I blocked but it I mean, upside down one night. but Again, there were, yeah, on your lid, <laughs> it, flying into turn one. Six yeah. flips and a slide. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how are you going to... But I mean... That was a failure. The problem is, is they, they're sitting there... Essentially on social media, spreading baseless rumors. Bullshit. Absolutely baseless rumors about somebody paying off the officials. And it's like, you know, this, this, the only thing it does is it hurts the track. It only hurts the track. Seriously. Calm down out there. I mean, I'm glad your kids are having fun. I brought mine. And it, <laughs> I only it, have it, one. Is there more than one that's I not have, mine? I, I well, there's two that aren't yours out there. Dear God. Hold on, I must calm mine down right now. The circus is in town. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> the natives are getting restless, Brent. That one's mine. Don't worry about it. Getting anyway. Close to bedtime. 9.50. Oh, Christ, he's got school tomorrow. Uh, damn it. Jesus, how long have we been going here? Anyway, so. One hour, um, 29 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I hate it when people just post baseless rumors. I, we grew out of that a long goddamn time ago. Please stop. You're trying to find intelligence on the internet. You're never going to find it. Come on. There's a reason why the aliens... Yeah, it doesn't visited. exist on the internet. <laughs> there's, a re- there's a reason the aliens just come to look at us. It's because they know there's no intelligent life here. Hey, Al Gore invented the internet. That's why there's no intelligence. <laughs> Stupid right. Al Gore. He also invented the environment. Um, <laughs> I hate that. Wait, what the hell did I miss? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> he invented global warming with all the hot air he fucking spewed. <laughs> we're talking about Biden already? No, we're talking about Al Gore. Yeah. Anyway, oh, it's from um, his private jet. He goes back and forth to Anyway. That. So right. I threatened them with life and limbs, so they should be quiet now. All right. I hope you threaten uh, mine. Mine is the loudest. Uh, nope, yeah. he wasn't. Mine is definitely the loudest. You haven't heard mine yet. Well, that's because they were quieter than mine. Anyway, um, late models Ryan Flood picked up his first career late model win. Um, I forgot what he used to race. Probably sportsman or something. Street sportsman, socks. yeah, yeah, something like that. But that's cool getting your first win. And they, I agree. They finally, re- yeah, you do. You should know. No matter how you get it. No, exactly. Um, trust me, it's way better competitively. But take, you know I'll what? take a, I'll, I'll take, take it the in tech too. Anyway and get it. Yeah, because you get the check too. Yes, exactly. Well, I uh, mean, one hundred twenty-five bucks, but money's whatever. money. Yeah, it's beer money. All right, um, so enough. they finally had an extra distance race for Seekonk. They ran a 75 lapper for the Pro Stocks, and no surprise, Dave Darling won. So, Oh, shocker. We'll move on. Uh, <laughs> wow. No distaste there, huh? Dave's fine. I like Dave. He's a great race car driver, but, but he's boring because he wins every week. 
So we say that about the old one at Thompson in the street stock division too. Yeah, if I actually won, <laughs> I only finish on the podium. That's all I do. Your family I get to throw punches. Wow. No, that's about me, not about him. I find it very strange that we didn't know we were family for years and years on end, and then we find out we both have the same race car number. That's kind of funny, actually. It is very strange to but me. My font is so much better than yours. I do my own. And I, I can, and so do I. But... I read it. <laughs> I, I can read mine. Ow. Hurtful. <laughs> Dunkin' Donut well, well, Hold up, hold up. I want to know what that <laughs> smile from Sid was about just there. <laughs> Dunkin' Donut 1. Got it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Uh-oh. Sid's uh, doing something. It's, fun. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I think we talked about Ryan Priest winning the Whalen Montour race at Richmond. Bonsignor and Emerling both had problems and went to the garage early. Ronnie Williams had a great run, and uh, I heard that Ryan Newman wrecked the 85 of Ronnie Silk again. So that's It was great. a racing incident. I'm sure it was, if you're <laughs> Ryan Newman. Um <laughs> You I don't have time to see. It. I will Can always somebody take the please stu- put him out in one of his pastures. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Phil. Which, which he's past- done some stupid stuff this year. I will I'm always, I will always take the Stewart's side. Listen, hey, he's hit his head a little too hard a couple times. I agree with for Phil. the record. I the man was got- dead a year ago at Daytona. So let's let's, let's that is fair. I agree with <laughs> Phil. It's time. It, it, it's time. He's a, he was a great race car driver. Was was a great race car driver. Steve Park was yeah. a great race car. No, driver. he was not. He was a great modified driver. Okay, he was not a great Steve, race car driver. Well, Steve Park a was a good race car driver. Really could blossom. He, he was win. a he, good race car driver. He did win in the Cup So series. were you, Jess. So was I. <laughs> Until funding took over. And then, you know. COVID. <laughs> COVID is the flu with a better publicist. God, I served another read softball the, up to him. Read the shirt. You can find them at uh, inhotwaterstore.com or at compoundmedia.com. Uh, Shameless get, plug. Yeah, get those plugs. <laughs> those, those guys are really funny. Those not, guys are funny. I don't care. We're not Co- even getting paid. I'm going to have to call them and get a sponsorship for this show because as much as you plug them. Hey. You know, <laughs> they wrote me a handwritten note and saying thank you and everything. Did it have a serial number, a routing number, and an account number on it? No. Then it doesn't count. It was a regular, no. I'll call them. I, I can sell ice cubes to Eskimos, so let's make it happen. Why would you want to do that? They have lots of them. That's the whole point. <laughs> Ketchup really? popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Ouch. Sell a heater. Tommy boy. Sell, I know. I can sell a heater <laughs> in hell itself. All right. So uh, uh, I don't really care about the national stuff. Got an stuff. idea. <laughs> Does anybody Shut care up. about the national stuff? Noah Gregson won the Xfinity Series Go Bowling 250 at Richmond. Can you uh, have help with that? The two front cars were numbered 9 and 11, which happened on 9-11, which was weird. I don't believe in numerology because I think it's a ridiculous theory, but coincidences are interesting. Sometimes, no the, universe just likes to, sometimes the universe likes to do things, whether what God you believe in or not believe in, but just sometimes the universe just does some stuff because it's funny or cool. It just just enough to make people think the universe and write does something stuff dumb on the can, internet can you to hit, entertain itself. Can you hit those crickets again? No. <laughs> My first name's Butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why does everybody want to see my schlong? All right. Wow. Let's go. So, all right. Uh, last thing I got is uh, Farton Truex Jr. won the Cup race at Richmond. <laughs> For the record, he Fart did. Farton For the record, <laughs> he did get a penalty on lap one for jumping the start. And had After to go. Hamlin spun his tires. Correct, but it, but the rule, the rule in NASCAR is you can't beat the leader to the line. It's a dumb rule because then you're just like crawling with him. Like, okay, are we going now? And well, it's only just, on the initial start. Why can't it just be? Why fire can't it be first? like every? Why can't it be every every other restart? 
Fire it's first would only be just on the initial fine. start. Well, I don't know why it doesn't work that way. Well, I believe they, they should have that rule only if they don't spin the tires, and they should they should be able to visualize. Can you it prove that he spun his tires? Yes. How slow motion video? We don't have time for that. They have plenty of time for that. <laughs> they have plenty of time. We don't have time for that. I mean, other than, that, the, um, other than that, the leader has to hit the brakes and slam on the brakes and then wreck himself in the whole field. So forget that rule. That's dumb. Two words, Kyle Busch. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Truex Hamlin, and I believe Larson clinched a spot into the next round. You are correct. Probably based on points. So yeah, I don't really yeah, have anything 89 else. 89 or 90 Yeah, he's up, up. he's up a ton with one race left. So. Yeah, so... He'll make it. All right. I don't have anything else except. I can't die tonight because I don't Here have anywhere comes. to fall. Here it comes. So. For the Formula One race. I got to leave. <laughs> monster trucks monster trucks, and Monza? I, I'm going to leave because Monza I trucks. have nowhere to die this week. and uh, You have I'm no just... way of getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we have you, you blocked find in. out what happened to my water? I gave it to my wife, and she basically stole it. She said, "Die of hydration." While I was out there, dehydration. dehydration. Be beer because water, fish pee in it. So For the record, beer's main ingredient is water. Well, I would have been, but somebody who promised they were bringing it didn't bring it. So. I told you, I played softball and got drunk. It's not my fault. Well, at least you're not. Driving. So you drank it all before you came over. <laughs> yes, actually. At least you're not driving. So, yeah, no, I brought a driver with me and the two other ones. I mean, I tried to keep your kid occupied. Apparently, that didn't work. Oh, it's working just fine. They're yeah, just they're just loud. loud. <laughs> I know what we're gonna do. So I'll talk about the Formula One race. It was the Italian Grand Prix at Monza, and they did shades of Ayrton Senna and Alan Prost from the early '90s. It was fantastic. Uh, Ricardo got the jump on Max Verstappen at the start. Uh, Valtteri Bottas had to start from the tail in 19th. Phil, you watched that race with me, and you seemed pretty engaged the whole time. No? It, I, I don't know. It was <laughs> just up, a Phil. typical Formula One race for me. I thought it was great. I, I watched the first two laps. I go off and do something around the house. I come back, watch the last five laps. And then you miss everything interesting that I'm about to talk about. You watch the first and two laps, and then you look like Sid for the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, why do something much. on your computer. Uh, so you got... Botes had to start from the tail in like 19th. They only run 20 cars in these series. Because of an engine change, the race wore on, strategy came into play, Mercedes went to hard tires at the start, and everybody else didn't. Um, They were all on mediums halfway. Uh, Red Bull, Max Verstappen, awful pit stop, like 11 seconds. It's like three times longer. I know, Chuck's falling asleep. Um, But Lewis Hamilton came out of the pits in front of Verstappen, they had history together, obviously, and <laughs> you're not helping. It's clearly more important to have the kid cra- than the no, Formula they One. It's, it's, they crashed each other out. It was like Alan Prost and, and Ayrton Senna back in the 90s, like 1990-91. But no, all right, so uh, Ricardo won and did a shoey, and Lando Norris did a shoey as well. Yourself. Do not touch. And the, the owner of the McLaren team did a shoey too, or tried to. Yeah, they, wow. Roger, get off Stop. the board. Stop. Can't trust children Sit with soundboards. Have you met Jesse? <laughs> oh, right. I'm sorry. But I mean, Valtteri Bottas passed 16 cars in this race. Everybody's like, oh, they don't pass an F1. I mean, Sebastian Vettel leads a series of 90 overtakes this year, and he has a crappy car. They're you said six people. names in three of them? They had 90 four. overtakes this week at Richmond in the first stage. Not no per person. No one cares. Let's go. No, they're counting by singular person. You, you said nine names, and I know one of them. 
But I mean, we got 20 cars and 90 overtakes. That's pretty so, good. So that tells me there's 11 Kyle other drivers I probably don't know either. In three races. All right, you can find this podcast on every major Kyle. podcast platform. You can find it on Instagram at Making Laps Podcast, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Making Laps Podcast, uh, <laughs> YouTube.com slash Sid's View. You can send us an email to Making Laps Podcast at gmail.com. You can send us a voicemail to anchor.fm slash Making Laps. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Brent Gleason01. One, you can find Jesse in a dark alley, but he well actually no, he'll see you, but you won't see him. Phil, you can be found I'm at. Not gonna rob this mofo. Uh, no, you can just you watch can find him. me at. You can this. find me at, at PJ's Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And our other guest's host, my child is beating himself apparently. Uh, you find Chuck at AKA Racing on Facebook or AKA Racing Zero One on Instagram. Okay, oh, and uh, did I miss anything at all? I think I ran through that pretty well, smoothly. Yeah. Well. That's good. I'm going right. to need 30 seconds of shameless well, sponsor plugs. Okay, since you have sponsors to plug, please do that right now. <laughs> um, most of my sponsors have been with me for many years, but most of them, uh, KMS Landscaping out of Norwich, Connecticut, Mountain Eats out of Dobbins, California, Shirts and Signs out of Toms River, New Jersey, uh, the Shea out of Hartford, Connecticut, Stumpy's Hatchet House, and Puzzle Theory out of Manchester, and Mike and Liz Respol. And this season is actually dedicated to my brother who I just la- lost on last Sunday, Jerry Staggs. And one of my biggest supporters has been there for a couple years for us, TickMike.com, for all of your ticks and mosquito needs. Awesome. And boy, what? please do it right. I will not accept anything else other than doing it right. How do we end this show? Keep the door side down, stay out of fence. Thank you for listening. If that sounded bad, he is missing three teeth, so I do give him a little bit of a break. All right, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. What did you hit him in the face for? <laughs> He's like seven. They fall out on their own. <laughs> <laughs>